0: In this week's episode of Holistic Health Chats, I'm speaking with osteopath and friend Imogen Hogan-Gray. If you've never heard of or wondered what an osteopath does, this is a great episode to tune into. In this episode, we cover how osteopathic care differs from chiropractic care, what appointments entail, common issues that Imogen is seeing in her clinic, as well as strategies that you can start implementing ASAP to improve your posture and overall vitality. Before we do dive into this week's episode, if you're currently wanting to get some personalized advice to support you with your nutrition and hormones, then the best place to start is by booking in a complimentary consultation. In this 15-minute consultation, we'll discuss your current health goals or challenges, what you can expect from consultations, and the likely timeframe expected for us to achieve these things together. We cover any questions you may have. And if you're happy to go ahead and book in at the end of this consultation, we will find a time for you. But equally, if you need a little time to think about it further, that's perfectly okay too. To book in a complimentary consultation, all you need to do is head to celendouglas.com forward slash links and navigate to the book section, or you can click the link in the show notes. I hope to meet you very soon. Hi, Imogen, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Celine. I'm so excited to be on. Yeah, me too. So I'm sure no one would know, but Imogen and I went to high school together. so We've known each other for a long time, and you're an osteo, which we've never had an osteo on the show before. So I'd love to begin with if you could share with us all a bit about you, how you became an osteo and what you're doing at the moment with your brand new clinic.
1: Yeah, so um, when I finished school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I started working full time and I was like, oh, this isn't really for me. I need something more. So I decided to go to uni. I didn't really know what to do. I started doing exercise science and just found out that it wasn't really for me. And I was talking to other people in the uni. And a lot of the people from exercise science were going over into osteo. So I was like, oh, what's osteo? They kind of told me about it. I looked into it and I was like, that sounds so much more down my alley. So I transferred over and I haven't looked back since. Mm -hmm. It was the best decision I ever made. So I've been out of uni for two years now and I've just opened up my own clinic here on the Gold Coast, which is really exciting. Yeah, so osteo is like we help people get out of pain and so that's help people get back into the things that they love to do, help them move better and feel better and so that's what my space here on the Gold Coast is all about.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't really know like what an osteo is and what sorts of things they can help for, like when you would even go to see an osteo. And I think also there's like a lot of confusion between like osteo and chiro and physio. Do you find that a lot?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that osteo, people know what a chiro is and know what a physio is, but they're like, Oh, osteo, is that new? And it's like osteo has been around like just as long as chiro has. And it's just hasn't really osteos don't tend to promote themselves and don't have this kind of yeah i guess there would be awareness that the chi- the chiropractors really push the promotion and be like come see you, the chiro and osteos but we just kind of sit back and let people come to us when they're ready <laughs> <laughs> so what is um, the difference really between the two so like physio chiro and osteo i like to think of them as like sibling professions we mm-hmm. have- all have a lot of the same tools and techniques and treat a lot of the same conditions but have slightly different approaches to our treatment and to healing. Mm -hmm. So chiros relate the dysfunction and the pain back to the spine. And so their treatment very much is focused on spinal health, whereas physios are more exercise-based and more trained in rehab and post-surgery than Mm -hmm. um, osteos and chiros. Physios are more, tend to be more, area specific as well. So if you go in with knee problem, they will most likely just treat the knee. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas osteo is very holistic in the way that if you came in with a knee problem, we will look at the spine, the pelvis, the hips, the knees, the ankles, because we see the body as a whole unit, meaning that nothing functions in independently or in isolation. Mm -hmm. So what's happening above or below your pain could be causing or contributing to it. And the problem isn't necessarily where the pain is. Um, that's why I think osteopathy is so great. We don't just treat the symptoms. Looking at the whole body helps us to get to the bottom of what's going on. And we can explain why you're experiencing this problem and then address the root cause. Um, the other aspect that really sets us apart from chiro's and physio's is that we don't just treat the musculoskeletal system. So we treat, we have an effect on the digestive system, the circulatory system, the nervous system, the respiratory system, the lymphatic system. Which then even has an effect on your immune system. So we're treating the whole human and not just the symptoms.
0: (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little bit like how, in well, I'm a nutritionist, and some people would be like, what's the difference between, say, a nutritionist, a dietitian, and a naturopath, for example? Like, There is some crossover, I would say in general, nutritionists and naturopaths are much more similar to nutritionists and dietitians, which most people probably wouldn't realize. Okay, But yeah, there is some similarities, some similar tools in that we all kind of look at food, I suppose, as part of what we do. But yeah, it it is kind of like a different approach, a different way of looking at things. And certainly like nutritionists and dietitians are extremely, extraordinarily different in my experience yes. yeah <laughs> um yeah it's super super interesting i think yeah a lot of people wouldn't really realize or they might be saying like well i see a chiro so why would i see an osteo or i see a physio so i don't need to see an osteo but not really yeah. realizing that they are really really different like i worked with i've been seeing i have actually been seeing the same chiro for quite some time because for a number of different reasons, but I had a, a number of horse falls I think as a young child and I think that's yeah. had kind of like a permanent impact on my body because I was I had such a like young developing spine and I had horses from like 10 to 19 or something like that. So I fell yeah. off a lot of trips to the emergency room and things like that. And then a few years ago I had a really bad severe um, hamstring injury and the Cairo helped a little bit with that but to be honest like not a whole heap yeah but then when I went to see an osteo on the Gold Coast who I still need to go back and see because um, (laughs) I'm oh no because he specializes in that um, platelet replacement therapy is that what it's called PRP Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and because I'm pregnant at the moment I haven't wanted to do it because of how it kind of Um, interacts with your immune system I'm I don't know if there's much safety data around it I'm just personally not game to kind of experiment with flaring up my immune system while I'm pregnant (laughs) but that honestly even just the first couple of sessions with him it's like it's like night and day like I've I've seen physios I've seen chiros for my hamstring I've seen like I've obviously had MRIs and things like that on it and he just like he Within that first half an hour, he's like, cool, this is what it is. He did a, um, actually looked at it through an ultrasound in the clinic and then like treated it there. And then he used, um, I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's like a, uh, like a sugar solution that they inject onto the, into the injury site. Do you know much about that okay, sort of thing?
1: No. No, I don't know much about that. Yeah, I
0: wish I could explain it better than what I am. But anyway, (laughs) I've never had so much relief instantly. And I've had that injury for like four years now because it was quite bad. I tore it off the bone. So, yeah, I do think it's important to, I guess, understand that they are all, whilst there's overlap, it's very, very different. And sometimes you do need to include different practitioners in your team if you have
1: definitely something like that going on. Yeah, definitely. And I always say that it's so practitioner dependent as well. So like a chiro and a physio can treat very similar to an osteo and be more like holistic in their approach and vice versa. An osteo may treat like a chiro. So when it comes down to like who you should see, the most important thing is finding a practitioner that understands the body, who can explain what is going on and is able to treat the cause of your problems and not just the symptoms. And then yeah physios and chiros or physios and osteos they can work hand in hand and because we do have different sort of strengths Mm. and all that practitioner might have a different strength that you want to see them because of that but then also see a physio for re- more rehab stuff so yeah yeah, it's, yeah. there's definitely space to um, include multiple
0: um, Cross collaboration yeah, yeah definitely yeah definitely yeah. yeah I have that all the time I'll have clients who might be seeing me and like a TCM practitioner or like a you know a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner or even say a naturopath to get herbs and that sort of thing so
1: um, yeah. I think
0: cross-collaboration is always amazing is there like how would you I guess what sort of things would you be going to see an osteo for like chronic pain conditions injuries what else yeah so yeah most
1: commonly uh we see people for musculoskeletal pain complaints so that's your like your typical neck pain your back pain any kind of joint pain or pain that you don't know where it's coming from or what it from or what it is mm-hmm. so this is like musculoskeletal complaints um is stuff like bursitis and tendonitis and tendonopathies and strains and sprains but we also see people for things that people don't really know that we see people uh people don't know that we see patients for things other than musculoskeletal mm-hmm. complaints so we See things like headaches and migraines and um, can treat breathing dysfunctions, vertigo and whiplash, um, things like concussion and swelling and inflammation and even um, nervous system regulation Mm -hmm. and like digestive issues as as well. Like obviously um, with stuff like that, having somebody else on your team who is going to be addressing what's going into your body. And yeah, like seeing like an, a nutritionist or something, but like in the digestive system, there can be strains and pulls. Yeah, there's lots of organs. causes. Mm. Yeah, so we can have a, a really positive impact on like digestive issues.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so we definitely treat more than just
0: bones and muscles and joints.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but that is our bread and butter.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, there's so many different possible reasons for digestive concerns, like. You know, even structural things like hiatal hernias, or you know, after surgery, like people don't realize even that after, say, a C-section, you can end up having certain scar tissue present that might impact your digestion and those sorts of things. So, yeah, you know, it can be like the gut testing and things sometimes is the right approach, but sometimes it might not be if it's more so like a nervous system issue or or a structural problem as well, or perhaps a combination of of multiple things.
1: I I think humans are so intricate and so it's never just black
0: and white, oh, this is what's going on. No, and it's never one (laughs) thing. It's like it's nearly never one thing. Like I, for example, like going back to what you said about migraines, I've, you know, had plenty of clients in the past that suffer with that. And, yes, sometimes there's a hormonal role, but also, and or like you know a food intolerance or something like that but it, it can also be something structural like do yeah. are they on um, sitting at the computer all the time in a really poor posture and that's you know like Do they have, I don't know, obviously I have no idea what it would be, but like pinched (laughs) nerves or something in their neck, you know, like those sorts of questions we always need to make sure we're asking our clients because we might not be the right person to help in those sorts of instances as well. And what sort of things do you go through with your clients in an appointment? Like, do you do physical adjustments like a chiropractor does as well?
1: Yeah, we do. So when when somebody will come in to see us, uh, there's like four kind of stages to the appointment. So there'll be uh, like, we'll take a history. We'll take a detailed history, which includes family history, medical history, diet, lifestyle, sleep and stress, that kind of stuff. And then ask them about their specific complaint. So whatever they come in with, we'll go into detail about that. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll do an assessment so we'll we have like orthopedic tests which help us identify the damaged or pain causing tissue um we'll do muscle testing and range of motion testing to see what's moving and what's not moving so well like where your restrictions are where your weaknesses are and try to figure out exactly what's causing your pain or dysfunction Um, and then yeah treatment we do we definitely do manipulation like the kairos. we also do like releases and stretching, like stretches and massage. Um, We do taping. We do cupping and dry needling. Not all osteos will do cupping and dry needling. It's kind of like an extra that you add on. But I find them both super, super beneficial. So I love doing that. And then we also, so all of that stuff I just said is pretty uh, standard with chiros, physios and osteos, if -hmm. if the physios are hands-on, that is. But then with osteo, we also do something called cranial sacral therapy, which mm-hmm. is just like a really gentle therapy, like hands on the head, gently manipulating the bones of the skull. And so we also do cranial sacral therapy, which is a really gentle hands on um, hands on the skull kind of treatment. You don't really feel much that's going on, but we're just kind of Balancing the cranial sacral impulse—that is, the um, cerebrospinal fluid that surrounds our brain—goes all the way down our spinal cord, and so that has a really great impact on um, regulating our nervous system.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's
1: really great for stress and stuff like that. And then we do a lot of—we can do a lot of indirect work, which is so like direct work is that pushing into the muscle that's sore and getting a release. Whereas in some people with chronic pain conditions can be hypersensitive to pain
0: mm-hmm.
1: so we have more indirect techniques where we kind of allow we we allow the body to move into the place that it wants to go mm-hmm. and allowing it to ease from there and to release from there if that makes sense so we're not yep. kind of like stretching it and pushing it and doing these things that it doesn't want to do where we putting it into a place where it feels comfortable and it wants to go. And then from there it yeah, it can just gently ease off. So that can be really great for people who do have chronic pain. Yeah. And then the final um, stage of an appointment would be advice and education. So that would be take-home tools that you can so that you can be addressing any contributing factors to your pain or dysfunction. And so that you can be continue progressing in between appointments because I think that is such an important aspect, putting the yeah. power back on the patient and giving them tools to manage their pain at home. Yeah. Um, so this could be like ergonomic advice or specific exercises or muscle activations, um, breathing techniques or stress reduction tips, just stuff like that. Yeah, I love, I love putting the, the power back onto the patient.
0: Yeah, I think that's ultimately so important as well because like our dietary or lifestyle factors are usually the things that or what we're doing every day that creates the problem in the first place right so it's great to go to someone like yourself to get that that treatment in an appointment to correct an issue but the reality is that if the situation or behavior that created the problem continues to go on, you're going to be in a situation where you become dependent on going to that appointment for the rest of your life to feel some kind of of ease or relief, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's like
0: that, that really famous Einstein quote that's like, you can't solve a problem from the same level of thinking that created it. And I think it's like the same with Going to see a practitioner is like, you know, same as me, say like someone, some uh, clients might be, it might be really easy for them to take their supplements, but at the end of the day, they need to correct their nutrition strategies as well. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to have to stay on that supplement for the rest of your life, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, we need to be correcting those dietary and lifestyle foundations, and and it can be quite hard as well. I think for people to do that because we, it's so ingrained in us to do this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because we we go about our day to day life and we have these habits that we're continually doing, and we just get used to it. And that slowly will cause something to pop up, like symptoms to pop up. And if you, yeah, if you keep doing it, you're you're not going to be Getting to the bottom of it, and I, I do love to say to my patients, "I will, I will do the best that I can in here to help you heal and get you moving again, and I will give you the tools for you to do things at home to help you heal and um, feel better." But so many people don't do it, and they yeah. <laughs> they don't have the time. And I like to say to them, "Like that's okay. Like I want to give you the tools so that you can, but if you need if like you you might become reliant on getting treatment and getting the, like somebody to passively help you. And it's really up to them what they want to do if they do want to take it into their own hands and get on top of it. Or if they're yeah. like, oh, no, I just want to come see you once a week and you can just do it yeah. for me. I don't have the time. And like it does kind of suck because they don't, they don't heal as fast as if somebody yeah. was proactive. But at the end of the day, it's their it's their choice. choice and um you can lead a
0: horse to water, but yeah, yeah. you can't make them drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. I'd love to switch gears a little bit and talk to you a little bit about common issues you would see in clinic relating to posture.
1: Yeah, so posture is a huge one. Um, especially people on like so many people at desks and computers mm. using their phone. So the way that we hold our body when we're sitting and standing it really dictates how our muscles are going to work Um, it's the foundation for every movement we make and can determine how well your body adapts to the stresses on it like stresses from day-to-day life or um, Mm -hmm. even just gravity if so if our if our posture isn't great we have to work harder and some muscles will become tight others will become inhibited and not be working as well as they could be and our body is really great at compensating, but over time, these dysfunctional adaptive adaptations can impair our body's ability to deal with the forces on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so our our poor posture can inflict extra wear and tear on our joints and increase the likelihood um, of strains and sprains and pains and niggles popping up. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, like when we are. When we're constantly, our shoulders are coming forward. We're on the computer. We're always doing things forward with our hands. Yes. and We don't ever open up through our chest. It and that it's kind of like a vicious cycle. We're on our computer. Our chest gets tightened, and then our, we don't ever open up, and so it gets more tight. <laughs> <laughs> and when we when we are that little bit more hunched over, then we have to lift our head, and our head is kind of coming forward and we're in this forward head posture like this kind of so if you, if you like if you think about that text neck post, text neck posture when your head is like mm. looking down at your phone and then you just like look up at the world and your head is coming kind of protruding forward more yeah it's it puts our body in this dysfunctional position and like our head is really quite heavy <laughs> so like mm-hmm. our head weighs about five kilos when we're in this normal posture with our, with our head like stacked on top of our shoulders. When our head is um, at a thirty-degree angle forward, our head then weighs eighteen kilos. Like the muscles are having to hold up eighteen kilos, and then when you take it sixty degrees down, like so that full-on text neck, our head is weighing like twenty-seven kilos. Oh my god! So the muscle, yeah, our muscles are working so hard, and so if you feel. At the front of your neck, you've got a muscle that kind of attaches from below your ear Mm -hmm. all the way down to your collarbone. You know, when when you've got those two bums, there's like a band of muscle and that muscle works
0: over time when your head is in this forward posture. So it's funny because it, my Cairo always like grabs onto that, bit yeah, and like like holds it really tight until it releases, and I'm like, oh, stop! Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And so when we're in this position, then the muscles in our back they're in this stretched yeah. position, and they get inhibited and they don't work well, and so they're more likely to get strains um through the muscles or to get niggles popping up, and so. Posture really is so important with, yeah, the way that we function. It's our foundation.
0: Yeah. And what are your key, say, like talking about those sort of lifestyle foundational pieces that you would you would tell your clients in an appointment, say, if they, they do have issues with posture? Like what are, say, I don't know, your three key tips to improve that? Obviously, like stop texting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Being really mindful when you're on your phone or iPad is a big one. Yeah. I think for desk workers, number one is getting their ergonomics right. Um, So there's nothing worse than having to work eight hours in a bad position. Yeah. (laughs) So ergonomics, if you're a desk worker, is number one. The other thing would just be if you are doing something that is quite sedentary, it's just moving. Like You Mm. just need to move more. Like If you're sitting for 30 minutes, set a timer and get up for a minute and do a quick stretch and a walk around. Yeah, our, our best posture is our next posture. So we do want to be moving, and it's okay to sit in a in a kind of quote unquote bad posture if it's only for a short amount of time. Like you can be sitting there. Like I sometimes sit on my seat with like my my foot up on the seat um, with like my knee up. Mm -hmm. and like kind of my back is kind of like curved but I won't like curve to the side but I won't be sitting there for hours on end I'll sit there for about five minutes and then I'll change my posture and then I'll change again like when I was studying because I do get quite um bad back pain when I was studying for so long I would have to like I would lie on my belly and bring my laptop down to the ground and then I would um, lie on my side and then I would sit up on the chair and just moving, I think, is the, the number one. Not sitting yeah. in a sustained position for extended amounts of time is huge.
0: Yes. Yeah, I definitely... There's a few... I've made a lot of changes to my ergonomics, um, but I definitely have a few still that I want to change. My partner just got... Um, it's called, The brand's called, like, Desky. Like the, I don't know if you've seen those, but they, like, automatically move up and down. And I guess, like, then you have that- the... The, yeah there the are desks desk yeah the desk can okay. automatically go up and down and I guess the benefit to that like you said is that then you have the flexibility of being able to move like you can stand for you know I might have say some days where I see you know six or seven clients back to back and being able to have that like flexibility where I can like sit for an appointment stand for an appointment like that kind of thing I think like you said makes such a difference.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Huge time. And the other thing as well with posture is if we are in this kind of slouched posture, um, it actually affects our, our respiratory system and our breathing. Mm. Like we're closing off our breathing and we're not being able to breathe in these deep breaths. We're just breathing yeah. really shallow, shallowly. And when we are breathing shallow and we're not using our diaphragm Our muscles are trying, so what happens with the diaphragm is when you're using it, it contracts and it actually pulls your lungs down with it to, and that creates a negative uh, negative pressure inside the lungs so then the air can just freely move into your lungs. Mm -hmm. Um, When we're not using our diaphragm properly, we're trying to get air in and our muscles are trying to kind of, we have muscles around our neck and our back that attach to the ribs and get really tight and try to pull up on the lungs trying to create that space to let the air in yeah Um, so that's a that's a huge one as well um i think you're talking about posture it's not really directly related to posture but but doing some nice big diaphragmatic breaths like at least like five do five do five big breaths a day breathing all the way into your diaphragm so that the muscles around your neck that are working harder to try to get air in, they can kind of get a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. Not so, so hard all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's always those simple, like the simple unsexy things that do make a big difference. But I do think in general, like we're going to see so many issues in probably our generation and perhaps even the one younger than us as they age with postural issues because, like, at least us, like, we were, when we were kids, we were not not brought up on computers. Like, I can still remember dial-up. Um, yeah, me internet, <laughs> And, like, you just weren't on the computer all the time because you would have to negotiate who, like, you can't make a phone call on the landline tonight because yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, on the computer and that sort of thing. Um, but kids nowadays would, like, they're on it. From you know the get go, and you do see that like yeah. what you said, that text neck, which is a new term. I've, I've not heard that before, but you oh, do really? see that, yeah, <laughs> like so much younger. Like we, I mean, I don't know when I had my first phone. I was probably like year seven or something. Probably had like a yep. Nokia thirty three sixteen or something. And even like then,
1: that. we didn't we didn't have YouTube or like, no.
0: What did we had on our have our phones, remember. like we could text our moms and play, snake. It. play yeah, snake. Play Snake, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, there's we weren't spending as much time. I mean, like definitely my job now, I'm on like my computer and my phone all the time, being the wonderful world of Instagram, being that what it is. But I do think like our kids, for example, obviously it depends on how you parent them and that kind of thing, but they'll just have that from like, what, 15 years earlier than we did when their spine is in that stage where it is really developing and maturing. And so, yeah. um it will be, I think, scary to see like how that translates to sort of um, ageing and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's not only being in that same posture for a long period of time, for like the kids, um, that's the problem. It's also stopping them from getting outside and playing and moving yeah, their body yeah. the way that yeah. we did. So that's a, like, yeah, that's a huge thing.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely be, yeah. multifactorial. It's the postural thing and then the fact that, being in that sustained position, as you said, prevents the, that natural movement from occurring. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I've loved this conversation with you today and I just love if there's anything else that you want to add to the conversation, please feel free to. Otherwise, I'd love if you could tell the listeners where they can find out more about you, where they can find out more about your clinic, if they're tuning in from the Gold Coast and where they can get in yep. touch.
1: Yep. Yep. So my clinic is called Palm Beach Osteopathy and it's in Palm Beach on the Gold Coast. And our Instagram is Palm Beach Osteopathy. And we do have a website as well, palmbeachosteopathy.com. So all the <laughs> same across all platforms. Good, keep it the same. <laughs> nice and easy.
0: Amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. And if you're on the Gold Coast, feel free to pop in. I'd love to, I'd love to see you. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. I will pop all those things, links in the show notes. And thank you so much, Imogen, for sharing your time with us this morning.
1: Thank you, Selene. It was great to, have, to be on.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Holistic Health Chats. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a rating and review in iTunes, as this allows me to help more women just like you holistic health chats is not intended to replace medical advice so please consult with your practitioner before making any changes to your current health if you are ready to take your health to the next level and would like some personalized support the next step is booking in for a complimentary health chat please head to celandouglas.com forward slash book for more information